Hello, Honoré. How are you? I'm well. <laughs> you know, the best part about doing these videos is editing them. Oh, I, is it? Okay. <laughs> I get to see the first few seconds every time and I just laugh out loud. Yeah, because it's, well, it, the, the voice, the woman says recording in progress and then you have to give your permission. Like all of a sudden I'm going to go, no, forget it. I'm out. <laughs> yep. Just, I suppose people do that, but yeah, I don't, yeah, it, it's gotta be like one of those things where, uh, you know, what, I don't want to be recorded. I'm just going to bail on this thing. And like for like some type of work meetings or whatever, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not gonna, I promise not to sue you. <laughs> promise not to sue you <laughs> and it's right. live and we're being recorded. So it's, it's here for all time. <laughs> it's, it's, it can be, it can be presented in a court of law. That's right. We do have time up, for that. We need like a bloopers reel. We do. You know, at the end of the year, we can just make a big bloopers reel about all the crazy stuff that happens when we hit record that the public doesn't see. That's right. Are they going to see that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So, so how are things going? Things are great. These yeah. are great. I'm working on my next book. I have, so I've got one in the hopper. One in the hopper, in the ready hopper to go. Meaning, like you're getting ready to publish it. Yep. Okay. Yep. So April third, the best-selling book formula: write a book that will make you a fortune, is coming, and I'm working on write your first nonfiction book, which is a primer for first-time authors. I can't wait to hear more about the premise of that book because obviously you have such a prolific following. For I don't know if I can use the word pro pro prolific in that instance, but you have such a strong dedicated following to the you must write your book yeah right series yeah yeah and i think the first question that you know pops into some people's minds is what's the difference between that and the write your first nonfiction book um in you must write a book i make the case for why everyone should write and publish a book i don't get too much into the when to write this and when to write that and how to complete the arc of a nonfiction book and I have written a blog post last year, so in 2022, right? As we write this last year, that was just kind of a, a formula, like in chapter one, write about this. And in chapter two, write about that. And in chapter three, write about this and write an eight chapter book. And I used the, uh, the first book in the Prosperous Writer series, Prosperity for Writers. I use that as kind of an example of how someone could put together a book kind of remove one of the blocks, like what goes where, mm. what goes where in a book. And Kent Sanders said, you know, you've got to love an author who gives another author a book to write, right? <laughs> Only <laughs> another author can really do that. Um, but he said, this would make a great book. This would have been a great thing for me to have when I was first writing a book, mm. just to kind of remove one of the big obstacles, mm. um, in the book writing process. There are lots of obstacles, but that's one of the big ones. That might be the, the big ones. What goes right. where in a book and why? And then how do you, you know, how do you put it in there? So the difference between you must write a book and write your first nonfiction book is in you must write a book, I tell you why you must write it and what are the benefits of writing a book. And I get a little tiny bit into writing, publishing, and marketing from a from a very broad perspective, write your first nonfiction book is prescriptive. Right. In chapter one, you know. So you really provide, two. 
like a like a format for them I to do, do or like yes. guide. I've, a process, a formula, a format, um, a recipe, whatever you want to call it, so that someone can say, "All right, I'm not going to overthink it too much." In chapter one, I'm just going to encourage my readers because that's really what chapter one is for. And you actually did that, and I'm about to segue like I'm Kelly Ripa right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in this book which is now out you like yes. it it's like some it's a graphic except it's a real a real person doing it um monetize your book with a course you actually do that your very first chapter is a bit of motivation which is exactly what i think is the first thing to do in a nonfiction book where you're wanting someone to gain pleasure or avoid pain it's like they first have to feel like they can they can get to the other side and that it's going to be worth it. So the first chapter is a bit of motivation. And then it says you published a book, you can publish a course. And you make the case for why someone, if they have written a book, they can successfully publish a course. Yeah. And so you didn't necessarily follow the formula for the rest of the book. You didn't need to, you have, you know, you have a doctorate. <laughs> So you probably didn't need too much of a formula in there. Um, however, um, you did touch on the finer points of the formula at different points in your book, which is really the name of the game, right? It's it's not making sure that chapter two is stories and examples. It's like, okay, but some people need that. It's like, I've noticed that some people who do um, the lifesavers from the Miracle Morning, like Hal gives an hour structure and there are people that are like five minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes, five minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes, right? They just go with it. Hmm. And I tend to do that when I'm given a formula or a prescription, I tend to take the word of the expert until I get my, I'll use it. I'll use a, a Coast Guard term, my sea legs. <laughs> there we go. Right. Yeah. Until I get kind of my wits about me and I kind of understand the lay of the land or the sea or whatever, right? I'm going to mix my metaphors, I'm sure, as one would do until I really kind of have a feel for it. And then I can color outside the lines. Then I can design my own, right? Some people cook by feel, dash of this, a cup of this, right? And I'm more like, oh no, <laughs> that's really not going to work. I'm really nervous about coloring outside the line. So my book is for people who want a process and want to follow the process and may at some point then trust, well, maybe chapter two could be chapter four, or maybe right. chapter three is going to be two chapters after all, mm. right? You can make it your own when you have some direction. It's like providing someone with a template for something like an email. Sure. I'm so much better when someone sends me a template then when I'm staring at a blank screen with a, with a, with a cursor blinking at me, it's like, oh gosh, I have to create something from literally nothing as opposed to creating something from something. It's easier to create something from something than it is to create something from nothing. Right. I love that. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, I'm the same way when you, uh, show me a way to run, I can run much faster than if I have to figure it out yes. for myself. Right. It's like, yes it's just, it's just much easier on you. And it, I think that really just kind of gives them some relief. It's like a baseline, right? It's like, Hey, look, yes. you can, you can work straight from here. Um, I've, I've used that approach to do email marketing. I've used that approach for, Same. I mean, even the book, right? So I could 
written my book in a completely different format. And then when I talked to you and Karen, I was like, Hey, how do I like get this thing anywhere close to like edit ready and ready for a proofreader? And it's like, Oh, well, the first thing you need to do is make it look like a book. <laughs> it's like in, just oh. in a Google document right now, you know? Right. So the, the, the template that you offer in the publishing PhD course, um, that's what I used to publish the book. Right. To make it look like a book, right. It yep. doesn't have this formula in it from right. Your first nonfiction book, but we're, we're really off topic for our conversation. I mean, I have to say you've really deflected the, <laughs> I released a new book conversation back to what I'm working on. So let's circle back. <laughs> I'm good at that. Right. Should have been a yeah. lawyer. <laughs> or a doctor. The doctor. Could have been a I just wanted to say doctor. <laughs> <laughs> my mom used to, you know, when I graduated with my doctor, she's like, my son, the doctor. And we start laughing. And now she's like, my son, the author. <laughs> yeah. It's an author, doctor. So <laughs> proud. Keep stacking them up. Lawyers next. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Right. Now, when are you going to law school, Lucas? You know what she never said? My son, the sailor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Although proud was, in a different way. Yeah, proud more quietly. Proud. <laughs> proud more quietly, a little more quiet on the proud of the sailor. Um, so, so I loved this book. Oh, well, thank I've you. had, I've spent some, I've spent some quality time with monetize your book with a course. Yes, you did. And, um, I am happy to say it's out. I'm sad to say it was not out, uh, 10 years ago, ah. <laughs> right. It would have been helpful, Lucas, if you'd gotten your act together like a decade ago. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for uh thanks for procrastinating. Dragging my feet. Uh, dragging your feet. <laughs> um, I think the the thing I like most about this is that you do what I think anyone who is working on writing a book or doing a course would benefit from, and that is you take complex ideas. And you make it so that anyone can follow the direction. So when you're creating your course from your book, you probably, not you, but the royal you, right? Mm -hmm. Took some time to really think through, gosh, I, I am kind of squishing down into a small package, a whole lot of stuff, education, experience, knowledge. Sure. Da, 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 right. Yeah. Um, making it so that someone can pick up the book and be successful. So when you're putting together your course, the thing that I really liked, you know, to kind of go granular mm -hmm. is now anyone who wants to turn their book into a course can go, gosh, I, you know, where do I start? What do I start with? Right. And it's like, okay, we start with your curriculum serves your learners. Oh, wait a minute. Yep. Who's your, who's a, what's a learner yep. and how do we identify them? And then what do you want from the course? What are the goals and the objectives of the course? And then you just get into like, how do I record video? How do I record audio? What's the equipment that I need? Where do I get it? How much is it going to cost? Do I just drop it like it's hot or do I drip it, <laughs> drip the content, right? And so you really kind of break it down step-by-step. Step. So, and, and what I thought was interesting was in reading the book, anytime I had a question, it was almost next. It was, it was almost the next thing that you answered. That's funny. Which was great. And I've, I have courses. Yes. I didn't come into it. Like I have my first book. 
and I have no course and I'm going to create a course. I have courses, but have been developing courses in the process of, of walking alongside you as you created this book, which I just thought was great. Yeah, I really tried to take a, and this a part of this is just, I think my background as an engineer, um, it's just that like everything was logic-based. So I tried to make it like this logical flow of yeah. information, Yeah. but I actually outlined this book in a course first. So I took the perspective of outlining the book, mm -hmm. like I would outline a course. And when mm -hmm. you outline a course, just like I say in the book, it's like, what does this person need to know to achieve Be whatever? Successful. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that just kept me really focused on making sure that I put in the things that they must know, but nothing more, nothing less. And created yeah. this logical flow of like ideas, kind of like yeah. story mapping, right? Yes. And in a in a way, when I I think when I did that, one of the nice outcomes of that was exactly that. Like you see something and you go, oh, wait a second, that gives me a thought. And then uh -huh. you have the opportunity to answer that question for yourself. So the questions that occurred to you when you were reading it are the same ones that occurred to me while yeah. I was writing it, right? Yes. That kind of makes yes. sense. Yes. Um, the other thing is, and I, I this was actually kind of hard for me, you, you touched on this a little bit. Um, it wasn't hard to do. I guess it was just like kind of a I didn't acknowledge that I was doing it at first and I'm grateful that I did and I didn't figure that out later but I think sometimes people get overwhelmed with trying to answer all the questions do all the things put all the information in yeah. and I knew that that would actually be detrimental to a person attending the course or reading the book so like picking the top three things was not easy to do for like the recording right it's like well, then I just thought like, well, how do I usually encounter this with people when I'm in client work or coaching? Yeah. And it's almost always like, look, man, everyone's got the same expectation. They don't want to spend a fortune. They see people on YouTube with $5,000 camera rigs. Um, do I need a $5,000 camera rig? No, you do not. You need to spend about $170. <laughs> it's like, or um, do I need to go into a studio or do I need to have right. a team or right? It's like all those yep. questions. And then when you get it's one, two, three, many, right? Yep. You go, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Oh, I can't do that. I'm out. Exactly. So I just wanted to put things in that, like, if you pick this book up and you didn't have external resources, you could build your course. That was kind of like the focus was keep it simple, provide them a handful of options, but then stop right there because I could write a whole book on recording gear or learning management systems or whatever. And that wouldn't serve the person who really needs this book. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you're I'm glad welcome. you picked up on that. What did I do? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, you're some you're of those welcome. things, I really hoped people would experience that in the book. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to hear that you, that you did acknowledge, like recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me why, let's kind of back up a little bit and tell me why, because I think you're working on six or seven other books now. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So why was this the first, why was this the first book? Um, It's kind of, that's actually a really good question. Karen Hunsinger right now is laughing. She's got her head back laughing at the sky because we were, three quarters of the way through another book when I stopped and said, hold on a second. I think we're writing, we're doing the wrong book first. Yep. Yep. Right. So that one was an engineering book 
that's not for engineers. And I had been working on that thing for years. So logically, like, or just naturally, I was like, I have to finish this. But the more I thought about the business case for the book, the more I realized, A, that's not who I'm serving best right now. B, that's not where the greatest need is, like, you know, for, for the people I'm serving or the people out there that I'm interacting with. Right. And C, just because it, I've been working on this for a long time doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. I, what I need to do is focus on what's most important in my life and in my business right now for helping other people. And that immediately shifted me to this book. And then that the idea of the course was the key part. But in our September strategy session, I think it was like the week leading up to that, I had started to get this like, like, I guess this, this thought that I was almost where I needed to be with the topic, but I wasn't quite landing on both feet. And when we had the strategy session and I said, well, I'm trying to answer is what do people really need? Not just what, is, what would they find interesting? Um, all of our conversations were around the fact that people needed to not just build a course, they needed one that they could make money with. They didn't, they didn't just want to publish a right. book. They needed one they could make money with. And it was like, right. Oh, okay. So there's this linkage between yeah. the book and the course. And I, it, yeah. I don't know why it took me a while to like grasp onto that, but I it, immediately, it was like a flashback. Every client I've ever worked with was saying the same thing. I, I wrote this book and now I'm, I'm using it in my business. Um, and this is one yeah. of the ways I can make money with that expertise. And I'm like, Pfft. and then of course, you know, we had like a two second conversation about how to, how to title it once, once we had that discussion and your brilliance shineth through. <laughs> I think it's it was actually very simple. Thank you. I'll take it. Um, however, um, that's what I think people can do is overcomplicate things. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe I'm overthinking it. If you if you are someone who often says, "Maybe I'm overthinking it," you're probably overthinking it. <laughs> well, I'm I mean, go out on a limb that, that on was, the skinny branches. Yeah. I mean, that was a big part of it. I was like, I just, I think, um, I'll feel better once I have that North star, because I, I was getting ready to just write a course about, or write a book about building books or building courses. And it really wouldn't have served the right audience in the right way if I had done that. And I think that that was really like kind of that final, this is why I need to write this book right now was to, to serve this particular audience, which is was my intent the whole time. Um, but I think you just, you know, when you have someone in, and, and other people in your life, because there were six of us sitting around that table talking about these ideas, yeah. that it's just super powerful to have that, yeah. that input from everyone going, no, dude, that's the one you need to write. And by the way, that's the one you've been talking about the whole time. You just haven't recognized it. Right. I wonder if you're going to write monetize your course with a book next. <laughs> That, you know what? I have not considered that, but you just probably came up with a brilliant idea. Yeah. Because well, I, I think what, what will happen is people will have courses. <laughs> just a note. Don't mind Only me. Sticking an author. Only an author can give another author a book to write. So you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Kent. <laughs> right? Yeah. And the and the and the the Academy Award goes to Kent Sanders, world world award winning ghostwriter. Um, uh, people will come to you and build their courses, and then go, "How do I turn this into a book? What's the logical way to do that?" Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm already getting that question. And and you know where I saw that the first time was in when I stood up the Facebook and LinkedIn groups just to try and get an art mm -hmm. together and get a little bit mm -hmm. of interest and find out mm -hmm. some questions from people. Yeah. And half the people that came, I asked a, a question, not expecting the answers to be what they were, but I just said, hey, tell me about your book and your course. And half, half the people were like, don't have a book yet, have a course, getting ready to write a book. And I was like, oh, didn't expect that answer. Yeah. Well, I'll there be interested to see what you come up with. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see, <laughs> won't we? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's so funny how a project like this just breathes life into all these other things. I mean, this has already inspired two other books. The fun never stops. Yeah. So, so well, let's stay with this one just one second, but I do want to come back to what the other books are because I, I wasn't kidding when I thought you probably were writing seven more um, books. Um, if someone is, is an author and they're just overwhelmed with the course process, and this is, this is a, a question I wish I would have been able to ask you before. Fortunately, I had some angels cross my path and they were like, you will do this course. I will help you that is awesome, because otherwise man. that would not have happened. Um, I'm, let's just do rapid fire questions. Sure. Do I have to have a big setup? Do I have to spend thousands of dollars on a setup? No. Um, do I have to do every um, module with long videos with graphics and music yeah. intros and outros and all those sorts of things now um can i do a voiceover of a powerpoint yes can i um turn a webinar that i've done into a course yes um <laughs> can it right <laughs> can it really be something that i monetize almost instantly and if that and if so what's my path to doing that if I have um, a book, how do yeah. I then, what are my steps for taking the content of my book? And even while I'm creating my course, uh, earn some cash money. Yeah. So there's two parts in the book that address that one chapter. And I'm just make sure I get the right chapter number here. Um, is right. chapter two on developing your curriculum. Okay. Um, outlines the five key points that I prescribe for, um, building a good course foundation. Okay. Right. So if you have a book already, you're like leagues ahead of most people because you've already gone through the process of creating yeah. like a logical flow of info and you know what the people need. And so you can move toward the curriculum development using those five points and justify the existence of a course. Now that bleeds into a pre-sale. So it's specific to your question about, can you make money while you're developing? Yes. Now you'll hear these called pre-launches, uh, pre-sale. I like yeah. to call them pre-development launches because it really drives the point home that you can do this without all your content being developed yet. Yep. Right. I think when yep. people hear pre-sale, they're thinking, oh, okay, I'm just going to put a pre-sale up and see if people want to buy it. And it's like, yes, but there's more, a little more to it than that. Right. Oh, wait, there's more. Right? Yes. But wait, there is more. You do want to walk into it with some curriculum developed and I prescribe two chapters, right? Yeah. One, first chapter of the course would be like, welcome to the course. Here's what it, here's what it's about. Here's why it's important yeah. to you. 
which is extra simple, right? Like anyone yeah. can do that. Super fast. Yep. Yes. Super duper fast. And then the second one is like the first chapter of, of topic relevant information. That's it. Which if it was monetize your book with a course course, mm. it would be, you published a book, you can publish a course. So you it could literally yeah. do the Absolutely. introduction. So I'm just wanting to help authors, yep. you know, in this process, right? Yep. to really understand because you're the expert. And so anyone thinks that an expert can do things easily and they can, right. and they might've forgotten the learning curve. So I'm still a bit of a neophyte, even though mm -hmm. I have several courses, I now feel like, oh, this is what I would have liked to have known before. Because I can take a book and I can say, okay, I wrote an introduction so I can do an introduction to the course based on the introduction to the book. Right. And you can legitimately say, Here's what I'm going to cover in my course. And then the next thing would be you published a book so you can publish a course. And here's why. Right. Yep. And it doesn't need to be super long or involved or any of those things. And then you right. have the two things that you can use to put up. Now I'm going to use the term beta because that's what I call it, right? Is sure. I write. Yeah. And we talked about this in another video, which we'll reference in the show notes here that are it's the three-legged stool, right? Yep. So we talked about the order of operations where you can say, okay, I want to write a book and have a course and have a companion product. And so you write the outline for your book and course, then you put up your sales page for your beta of the course. And then you go, oh, snap, now I need to write all this stuff down and create the course, which is what happened. It's a little bit of built-in accountability. Yep. But you can if you are a little squirrely or want to make sure you've got your eyes dotted and your T's crossed, you can create your introduction, which could be a yep. quick two or three minute video. You yep. can create your overview of your, your first lesson or your chapter one, which in this case would be you published a book, you can publish a course. And so you have a sales page that says, I have a course coming. It's right. the monetize your book with a course course or in my case, it will be write your first nonfiction book. Although I am not putting out a course in conjunction with that right at the moment. I, I might change my mind by the end of this paragraph, <laughs> right? But I could say, here's the outline for my course and go put up a sales page for the course and yep. have it at beta, yep. have it right for the beta and say, you know what, in, in three months time or two months time or time or two week time or next Tuesday, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna launch the beta. And when I launch the beta, what the what the learners will get are those first two chapters. Right. Yep. And so I did that with you must market your book. I did book marketing mastery, put up the sales page, sold some courses. And while I was selling the courses I was writing the book. And then when the first draft of the manuscript was done, send that kid over to Karen. And then I spent a couple of weeks just like focused on developing the course and just getting the course ready to go. Yes. And the course paid for the book. Isn't that so I'm in the black. I'm in the black really before I even had finished writing chapter two. So I was awesome. in the black on the book and the course and the workbook, right? Yeah. Um, within a few days. And it really is that simple. So if yep. you're trying to overthink it, or if you are overthinking it, or you're trying to think yourself out of it, maybe lean into what I, the 
sort of experienced person am saying, I mean, I've made a lot of money from my courses, so I'm not going to downplay that, but I would not consider myself a course creation expert. I am always asking questions most recently of Lucas. <laughs> Lucas, uh, can you come in, Lucas? Lucas, come in, Lucas. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing with books, guys. Don't let her fool you. <laughs> But, but, but it's, but, but you can lean into the expertise that you have in books and in courses right. and with experts. So I, w so if you hear Lucas say, oh, it's not that hard. It's really fast. It's really easy. You just do this and you just do this and it's totally fine. And like, whatever. And then the money just flies into your, into your pants. Right. It's like, this is the money. Like you need new pants because your pants are full of money. Right. And you kind of go, mm, but he's the expert. Like how how easy is it for me to do it? I think that's the right. thing that your book squares away, right? Mm. Or or we get squared away, get squared I like, away. I like that. We're going to get squared away. Yeah. I know you like that. That's why I'm using the term. Hi, <laughs> not so new. Um, anyway, I think it's just really helpful for people to understand that if you're a new person and you have a book coming out and you want to turn the manuscript into a course or you're working on a book or you're already an author and you're like, wow, a course would be logical. I could probably impact more people and make more income if I had a course, mm -hmm. but it just seems like this big overwhelming thing, kind <clears throat> of like writing and publishing a book that you can lean into the experts that are here to serve you. And you do have a monetize your book with a course course, do you not? Yes, I do. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And, and it you covers everything that's in the book and more. Yeah, of course. Well, that's what, yeah. that's what, a, that's what a course do. That's if you do it right, that's what it can yeah. do. Right. Yeah. Um, so you, you have, you have a wonderful uh, complement of courses. Actually, I would be remiss if I did not mention they are <laughs> on page 123 of monetize your book with a course. So he has in no particular order, monetize your book with a course course, build your online course with Thinkific, which is your LMS learning management system of choice. Mm -hmm. just a simple build your online course, yeah. which is kind of a, what, how, what would you call that? Did you call that an amuse bouche or a snack or a salad? Like, where do we put this in the meal? Of course. <laughs> it's a, it's a full on course. It's. Oh, it is also a meal. Everyone. Yes. It's yeah. also a meal. And it is, okay. it is specific. It, it is not as exclusive as having a book before you walk in. So you could, take that course with an idea, right? Or you ah, can take wonderful. that course. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then and then to kind of round it out, you know, you build your online course with Thinkific is one course, but then there is Learn Thinkific, which had Thinkific for years. I'm, I know enough to be dangerous, but when you know, <laughs> when you know the finer points, what, what, what Learn Thinkific, the course showed me was not dissimilar to when I go to the Apple store and you know the kid pulls out the the iPhone and he goes blah, 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 and he does like things. I'm like, what what was that? What what'd you do right there? <laughs> right? Did you know? Did you know that you could use your phone as a like if you forget right. your glasses at home, you can use it to blow up text with a flashlight. And so yep. it's like having a magnifying glass with you. You know, it's not just it's not just a calculator and a camera and a way to access your social media and your email. That's right. There are lots of really cool nifty tricks mm -hmm. that learn Thinkific can do. And so when you understand things like order bumps or bundles yep. and like what the flow is like, you know, how fun is it to say, 
you can buy monetize your book with a course course but if you want to come if you want this other course that goes with it like you can add in an order bump or you can bundle those courses yep. together when you're creating them so if you have like i do publishing phd book marketing mastery and building a million dollar book business that's kind of the arc so you can get yep. all three of those courses together or you can buy them one or two together right and so yeah. it's really fun to learn how the lms functions yeah from a from a from an instructor standpoint to right. create a great student experience yeah and the whole point of that course was to make it easy for people so that they wouldn't be intimidated by the software because i think they they're like people look at learning management systems and they're like dude i don't know if i want to or if i can do this and the beauty of Thinkific is it was designed so that you can, but there is still a whole lot in there, which is nice because that's what you're paying oh for. Gosh. You know, you get yes. all that value out of it. So yes. I just wanted to make demo video style course where it's like, there's no fluff. We get right into showing you exactly how to do something. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. you can follow it step-by-step step to get the outcome you want. And it takes away all your risk and concern. You don't have to be an expert. You've got one right there next to you, basically. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it's Thank like, I, I, I love learning. And I love learning. The well, and you're, you're really good with Thinkific too. Um, you know, everyone I've given it to, they're really good with the system because it's an intuitive design. It's, I just had this conversation with a client yesterday. It was like, he's like, ah, I'm not sure this is as intuitive as they think it is. And I'm like, have you used some of the other LMSs? <laughs> and then when you go to some of these other platforms, you're like, oh, okay, this is. Right. But it, it, it is, it is. It highly, it is. It's more intuitive than other. It's platforms. more intuitive, and it's also, uh, it's also complicated. It's, it's also a foreign. Complex. It's a foreign land to people yes, that have never been is, in an LMS. Yes, yes, yep. and so figuring out sometimes where to go right. and what to do, sure. having a course that'll teach you the those cool and just don't you want to know like right. don't you want to know how yeah. fast your Ferrari can go? Hex, yeah, man. You know, like I pay somebody to drive me that fast. <laughs> also a fine idea let's go right? also like, a fine idea yeah but as long also as we it, survive it's going to be great you can figure it out you can use the help system but you yeah. can also take a course that will shorten your learning curve so anyway i just i want to you know we're running out of time which the time always flies so flies so fast i just want to say thank you for writing the book for taking thank the you. time to write the book and congratulations on writing the book welcome to the club I appreciate it. Thank you for club. helping me make that possible because without your guidance, it would have been much more, much, much, much more difficult to do that. And I already I had that. your course, so I was prepared and I was going to be awesome because of that course, but it's just so much nicer to be able to discuss these things. So it's for those fun. that don't have the live Q and A's, you might want to get those. <laughs> Checks on the mail. Just um, no, that's actually, well, let me just say that about having a course. I'll say one last thing about having a course mm -hmm. um, from a from an instructor perspective. I have courses and then I have an option for people to join the Q&As who want them. And that is my favorite part. Yep. Is that one day a month when I do all of my Q&As back to back and my students tune in from all over the world and ask their questions and talk about their books or their courses or book marketing or whatever it is that they're doing. Yep. It's super fun. You will want to have a live component, not just for tax reasons, but just for <laughs> interactivity reasons. Yes, you can have a completely 
virtual course and you never have to talk to any of your students. But I have to say that's one of my favorite things is is interacting with everyone. Absolutely. I yeah, truly I, enjoy it. I don't teach a class that doesn't have a live component to it right now just because I enjoy it so much. I'm not saying that everyone should do this, but I enjoy it so much that I didn't want a course without it, which is kind of funny. It's like, I don't want to take this away from not only them, but me. It's like, yeah, I, I yeah. love that part of it. So, right. Which I is may... why I haven't firmed up that I'm going to do write your first right. nonfiction book Q and A, because then I would have five Q and A's that I'm doing every month. And then I would have to just not do anything else, which I guess would be fine. I don't know. I really like it. I'll have to yeah. think about it. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I did want to drop one thing in before we cut. Um, and that is that when you were talking about the pre-sale, yeah. one of the ways I kind of put this together in the chapter is I just created a, like a, a list of 10 things to do to make it really easy. Like you don't have to read five pages cause it is five pages worth of content. You don't have to read five pages and try and pick the points out of those five pages. Yeah. I put the whole list of 10 items right there in the front of the chapter and then explain them in detail afterwards so that chapter you, 10 right uh chapter no. seven in course marketing it's called uh, reduce your risk and generate oh, interest with a pre-sale right um and i use a 10-point approach to all my pre-sales as a general rule of thumb so if you're looking for a quick yeah. guideline those are those 10 points do that yeah this is gold yeah. And those first five, by the way, are the same first five I talked about in the beginning of the video about like making sure you've got the right foundation set for your yeah. course. Yeah. So it's only five more. <laughs> well, you also cover them again in yep. chapter 10, right? Yep. They're bulleted in chapter 10. So that's how um, important they are. That's how important they are. And when them. you follow them, you will, you too will be a successful author, course creator person. That's right. Yes. Yeah. That's the, that's the goal. Yes. Well, thank you, Lucas. <laughs> thank you for sharing your experience. Thank you. Amara. And your knowledge and your expertise. And um, we'll see everybody next time. But before we go, like us, share us, ring the bell, check out the show notes and uh, leave a comment. Let us know how we're doing, how you're that's doing, right. all the yeah. doing. Make sure you guys subscribe because um, you'll be notified anytime something new comes out. You want to hear something fascinating that happened to me yesterday? Okay, yes. Related to that point. So yeah. every time someone signs up for a new account with me, just like with EBMC or with your your mm -hmm. your academy, your school, um, I ask the question, who can I thank for introducing you to me? Okay. And guess what my response was for the very first time I got this response yesterday? YouTube. Oh. And I went, that's cool. That is cool. Thanks, YouTube. Yeah, thank you, YouTube. Yeah. God bless YouTube. <laughs> But, you know, if you guys subscribe, you can get those notifications and become real active with other people that are interested in the same things you are and have conversations with us and all this stuff. So, you know, the interwebs are not always the best thing in the world, but sometimes they're the best thing in the world. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. awesome. All right. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks, guys.